the Comedy Zone podcast is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Now offering video visits so you can take control of your orthopedic care from the comfort of your home. Schedule online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, you improved. From Charlotte, North Carolina, this is the Comedy Zone Podcast. Find us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast. Email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Now, your host, Jason Allen King. Welcome to the Comedy Zone Podcast for the week of September 30th. I'm your host, Jason Allen King. Thank you for tuning in. We've got a great show for you again this week. Uh, we're in the studio at the Queen City Podcast Network Studios. I said studios twice. I'm here with the uh, always brilliant man uh, behind the curtain, Mr. Brian Baltashevitz. How are you, buddy? Living in the future, Jason. <laughs> oh, yeah? I'm living in the future. My wife and I got a Roomba. Come on. We did, Yeah. It's amazing. And I spent two hours on Saturday just following it around the house. Come on. Just, <laughs> I am so excited. I'm weirdly excited about this. It's it's crazy. It, it, it has to... Um, initially, it has to map your house, right? Yeah, right, right, right. And right. so you said it because we've got all wooden floors in the new house. And fancy. It's fancy. <laughs> and so <laughs> we know we're not good housekeepers, right? Okay. So we're not going to sweep every day like you kind of need to. And so Roomba now, and I'm not on the payroll for Roomba. I'm not receiving any money from the <laughs> send Roomba us, people. No, they should send it now. They unless should. they want to, yeah. right? That, but Roomba has this new thing where you can join like a, it's a monthly thing. So okay. it's X amount of dollars a month. It's not expensive at all. X amount of dollars a month, you're locked in for three years, but it still works out to be less than the cost of the Roomba at wow. the end of the three years. And like they'll send you the bags and stuff like that. So, but I want to do this. It, I'm going to do it. It's, gonna, it's, it's $29 a month. Awesome. And so the Roomba first has to map your house since you just mm-hmm. set it to map and it just, you know, it goes around into all the little nooks and crannies and bumps <laughs> and bumps. And then you have to map it again in order for it to kind of really kind of figure out what its pattern is going to be. Oh, okay. And I followed the Roomba around our house for two hours on Saturday. You, just, you map your house. That's what it sounds like. You did. I just, I watched it bump into stuff and you can kind of see it because it like bumps into things and then backs up and like thinks a little bit <laughs> and then moves around. It's where very near the end of civilization. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What's happening. But it's, it's absolutely fascinating to watch. I would love, this is 100% why I think it would be great. I want to watch it do, I want to watch it think, and it's, then it'll probably give me nightmares of it trying to come and kill me. It's a little creepy. The one thing it did do, so our bedroom is right next to the room where we're, um, where we're basically housing the room, but right. Go so on. It's little home unit is where the magic happens. Is your, so it can sweep up right after. And does it have the mop function on that thing? Like, what are we talking about here? The wet drivers. <laughs> so it was supposed to go into that room to find its home base, right? And yeah. so instead of, because we were having to do the living room when we went to bed. So it's doing the living room for half an hour and then it's supposed to come back and go to its own home base. Mm. Except instead of going to its home base, it took a, it veered right a little bit and came into our room. Man, this stuff's and- getting better. Dear Penthouse. <laughs> <laughs> my Roomba. I'm a student at a small Midwestern college, and I never thought this would happen to me. <laughs> and it, 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 uh, like in between my side of the bed and the wall, it kind of worked its way to that side. And I was like, hey, Roomba. I actually talked to it. I was like, what are you doing here? And it kind of stopped. 
And then it just like turned around and went back to where it was. It got caught. It was like, oh, oh, sorry. This isn't, this is not my room. It was was really, yeah. So that's been the big excitement over the past four days or so is just watching the Roomba do what the Roomba does. I guess. It's cool. Clearly this is, this has been worth the the five minutes we've been talking about it. This is fun. $29 $29 a month. I want to know, is, is, there, doable? is there going to be more baby Roombas? <laughs> Are we going to have stories about how Roomba really changed everybody's lives? I, I don't know. I'm, I, it does It does a nice job. I'll read that book. I mean, it, it does, the floors look, I mean, even look a little, like, I know it's not mopping or polishing the floor, but yeah. like when it finishes, it, it, it looks a little shinier. It, it's, right. it's really cool. Okay. Very good. You gonna make? Are you gonna make a DJ Roomba and put some music on it? <laughs> you heard of that's from Parks and Rec? DJ Roomba. No. All right. Should watch this show. It's a good show. We're all in comedy here. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. I mean, I, that's not what I was gonna talk about, but I lo- I'm excited for that. That's great. I I think you'll be excited about this. That uh, well, first of all, I should say that the shows this past weekend were great. Yes. I got to uh, work. Ask. Yeah, yes. got to work with the uh, host for Court McCown and Nick Thune. Uh, the audiences were in it. I mean. I did well. Court and Nick kind of struggled a little bit, but well, it, it, I was the the darling. Yeah, you get what you pay for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this is, I want to bring up that this is the last day of September. Yes. I mean, technically, we're talking about the future right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm excited about, I'm excited about the weather. It's my favorite time of year, pumpkin spice latte. I don't, I don't care for that. But if, if that's your thing, I hope you have other things. Uh, <laughs> But I, but I am talking about pumpkins though. Gourds, baby. Like I love, I want to cut faces into them. It's a creepy thing that we do every year around this time. It's so great. I love Halloween. It's my favorite. It's my favorite time of year. Best holiday, Halloween. You dress up? No, I'm an adult. No, yeah. I, I, no, I, I, don't, I don't, I don't like, I don't like the way that Roomba turned right there. That's no, not. <laughs> no, I have in the past, just not recently. Got it. Well, maybe we'll change that this year. And also, we will not. the big one, because I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to like ex- expend all of my Halloween material right now, because we've got the whole month to talk about it. You got to pace yourself. But the Renaissance Festival is opening soon. Yes. We didn't have it last year. Again, I'm realizing that my dork is showing. That's fine. I don't care. But people, it's the greatest thing that this area has to offer. <laughs> and we didn't have it last year. And it's the first time that I missed it in the almost 20 years that I've lived here. And really? So anyway, I just, I guess my point is I just want to be silly and drink. That's kind of, that's what I'm driving at here. That's just. Do you uh, need a festival for that? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually it's yeah. a nightly occurrence actually. <laughs> I just like to be silly and drink. That's my. I point. like the idea of a be silly and drink festival though. Yeah. That's, that's, see? Uh, yes. Oh, you mean Tuesday? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can get behind that. Jason's fest is what we're going to call it. All right. <laughs> Well, listen, we, we've been shooting this shit here. Uh, I think it's time. We got, we got another great guest, uh, Brian. We should probably talk about him, huh? Please do. All right. Uh, our very uh, special guest uh, this week. Uh, he's such a funny guy. Uh, I've known for years. He's part of an improv group uh, that's been performing together since uh, 2014 in various groups and forums. Uh, and they've taken their experiences with an undeniable chemistry, I, I feel very comfortable saying. They've cultivated an improv show uh, that's going to be running at the Comedy Zone throughout the year. The next uh, two shows are October 20th, November 10th. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the podcast, Tim Counts of Mel and Tim. Awesome. Jason, Brian, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. <laughs> I just want to make a comment on the uh, Roomba deal. I uh, went cheap and I got a D-Bot. And I would like D-Bot to know that I am available for endorsements and I'm disgustingly cheap. 
The point about the D-Bot is, is when you get it, it's got this little default. And it's a true story. And I didn't know about the default until I found out about the default. Me and my lovely Susan are fast asleep one night. After oh, I we like got where this D-Bot. is going. I like it. <laughs> we got the door point. shut. We're sleeping. And I hear, and I see this light going back and forth under the door. Right. And then I hear it go, under the door and the lights coming in. I'm like, man, the aliens are here. Let's go. Let's go. I'm going, get dressed. We're going. But it was D-Bot. It took me about five nights to get that fixed. Oh my God. Yeah. I think find you. with the name like D-Bot, cleaning the house is not what I thought is what the job would be. Yeah. Well, I, I this is going to screw up my celebrity endorsement potential, but I should have spent the extra buck, man. <laughs> Because the oh, D-Bot doesn't even map the house. It just yeah. like keeps cleaning this one strip, which is shinier than the rest of the floor, <laughs> right, by the way. But um, we have one stripe that just, it's good. Yeah. yeah. Good yeah. job, man. I don't have anything. So I'm, I feel kind of terrible, actually. I got to get yeah. it together. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. A D-Bot actually sounds like an insult. Yeah. Like you such a deep. Oh it's like, it's, it really does. Oh my God. That's awesome. It's, it's like, like the, a, it's like the Joey Travolta of, uh, <laughs> of vacuum cleaners. Oh the Frank God. Stallone. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's so good. The D bot. It's not even the B bot. That's right. That's right, man. Such a deep. Yeah. Oh man. I'm a, I yeah, roll with that one, I think. Yeah. Should. I have heard horror stories of people with carpeting who have a Roomba or one of the Things where like the dog has an accident in the carpet, yes, and then the Roomba, yep, yeah, rolls over the accident and then just just, just takes it all over the house. <laughs> yeah, something's dying. <laughs> something's dying. Yeah, man. <laughs> Woo, that's good. That's uh, really that's funny. So funny. Well, Tim, so it's good to have you here, buddy. This is well, this pre- is fun. And I appreciate you having me, man. Heck yeah, yeah. Oh, so this is really good. I did. I I was unaware of the the shows that are coming up. So now I'm excited. I can't wait to to see the show. So tell me, kind of. I was going to ask about like your start in improv, but like, tell me about the, how this like came about, like the people that you're, that you're with. Cause it's not just you and Mel. No, it is not. As yeah. a matter of fact, it's me, Mel Ratliff, Sonny Goodwin and David Hutto. And we all met doing improv in different casts here around Charlotte. There was a, uh, uh, there was a cast that did uh, classes. And uh, my quick story is I uh, went to an improv show one time, saw it, and tried to take, I figured I would take out the slowest one in the herd. There was one guy on there that I thought I was funnier than. <laughs> you oh, know, it's like prison. You know who you are, dude. And uh, <laughs> so uh, at the end of the show, the guy who was in charge said they had classes. So I signed up for a class and went. And it was an improv one-on-one class and just started awesome. taking these classes, which was great. And uh, just progressed through there, really got into it, really started enjoying it. Met Mel. And uh, we hit it off like a like a brother sister thing. I'm the yeah. intelligent, handsome, even keel over brother, and she's the bitchy little sister. We, we we try to keep the lies on this show pretty down to a minimum. So if you yeah. want to just pull well, back okay, a bit. <laughs> all right, okay. So I'm not so even keel. There it okay? is. All right, she's it. still the bitchy little sister, <laughs> and we get along great. Chemistry's there, a lot of trust. We met Sonny, who was in a a higher cast than us and did some work with her. And when we decided to put this back together after COVID, you know, we decided something was missing that we needed more than just the two of us. You okay over there? Yeah. Yeah. Was that the D-Bot? Roomba? Looking for some action? Absolutely playing it on the (laughs) D-Bot. You were definitely a D-Bot right there. Yeah. The D-Bot spills (laughs) on 
anyway, we called her and invited her to come in and join us. And she graciously accepted. And then David, we met him in there as well. So we've all been friends this entire time. Yeah, I'm kind of talking in a circle here, but that's all right. Whenever COVID was over and we decided to put this back together, we just reconnected, Mm -hmm. started practicing and uh, started looking for a venue. And I decided that I would call on my old friends at the Comedy Zone and just see what was going on. And they were very gracious enough to work a good deal with us and we're going to give it our best uh, shot. That's man. great. That's great. Well, cause you were down in, in, uh, in Fort Mill for a while, which I, again, I, I bring on cause I didn't know that those theaters were doing this kind of stuff down there. Yeah. We were on at the uh, Fort Mill community theater in another mm-hmm. cast and we we're doing pretty well. I mean, yeah. we had good crowds once a month, every month we had many, many sellouts, you know, I, this isn't news to anybody, but COVID brought all that to a screeching sure. halt. And uh, we just kind of had to uh, reinvent and figure out how we were going to move forward. And I kind of bring it up also because I just want people in town to know that the scene is here. There is a comedy scene here, like in Fort Mill. They've got rooms down there. So if you want it, you know. Listen to us here and and go just it's closer than you think, I guess, is sort of my point. Well, and here's the thing, too. Not only that, for 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 people that want to get that comedy fix, I mean, Comedy Zone is, is you know, I mean, it's, it's a great venue. Yeah, it's for sure. Isn't it like the biggest one outside of what, New York and Atlanta? In yeah. The at, area? At one time, and, and, and there's a new sort of iteration of the Comedy Zone with east coast entertainment so so yes the short answer is at one time they were they were the largest chain of comedy clubs yeah just by sheer number but yeah well an improv comedy has a great foothold obviously in chicago obviously in new york yeah but it's starting to get some roots in atlanta and tampa san francisco and and it's a it's a great art form it's great comedy and it's going to be in charlotte sooner or later so yeah it's here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean we've had here. we've had some uh, some other you know teams and and groups sort of on here, and we're you know like we're not you know I I have no problem saying that we're more than just you know covering stand up. Yeah, know, covering comedy. So if you got a you know a funny movie, bring it. We want to talk about it and talk about what that means. And because you you and I I knew you through stand up. Yes. So you did that as a, did it at the same time or do you just want to dip your toe in some other art forms? Or? Same time. Whenever yeah. I found out that they had the how to be a stand-up class. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, there is a class. You know, I signed yeah. up for that and started taking it because I wanted to learn how to write jokes. Right. And That's uh, exactly why I took it. Yeah. All of this started from, for me, started with wanting to be a better presenter in front of groups professionally. Mm. I didn't necessarily have any fear of speaking in front of groups, but yeah. but I would, I, I didn't really know know how to get the group to interact with me or I didn't know how to interact with them. And I certainly didn't know how to shoot from the hip. That's what mm-hmm. the improv came in. Sure. But between improv and stand up and the experiences uh, that I've been able to have through those, I mean, I, I have no fear of an audience now whatsoever. Yeah. I think that's one of the things that, I mean, obviously stand up and stage time does yes. for you. But uh, I we've had Kevin Shimko on here uh, quite a few times. And to me, he was just one of the best instructors yeah. you can get because you develop a confidence in that you're going to be okay. Yeah. What comes to mind is, is can be funny and important. And like, it just, it just build this, this muscle and confidence and, and kind of being out there. Yeah. And like, you know, like for stand up, I usually drive things that way of, of getting into to crowd work. And yeah. You never know what's going to happen. And then, and that's okay. Turn it into something funny. Well, and one, you know? the, Probably the biggest thing that I got out of the uh, stand-up class, and hats off to Joel Pace for teaching me this, is hit mm. the stage like you own it. It's yours. Yeah, right. They're in your house. 
your rules and, and they're joining you. And, mm-hmm. and I took that, you know, into the professional realms of, uh, you know, sales training and sure, speaking absolutely. and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then with the improv as well, you used to own the stage. You're supposed to be there. That's right. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's one, I think one of the harder lessons I think to learn sometimes, especially when you're, you know, fairly new, but you're right. It is your stage. That's yeah. why there's, there's all funny stories that people talk about. If you uh, walk out on stage or if you're, you know, before the show, if there's an audience member sitting there with his feet up, it is like such an insulting thing for performers when they, when they get up there. And I've seen so many times I'll walk up and be like, uh, you, uh, you think you're at home, pal? Yeah. <laughs> Put your goddamn feet off the stage. That's what are you right. doing? You know, it's, That's right. And the first couple of times I was like, oh my God, this is going to be a, this is going to be a whole thing, you know? And they, you know, they go at them and the, the people get it. Yeah. That's funny stuff, <laughs> so, man. Yeah. So, so you, uh, you do multiple forms in your show. You don't just do, you know, you said you do mid form, you do some games, that kind of stuff. Right. We do mid form and short form, short form being the whose line is it anyway thing. Yeah. You know, where you've got a game and you've got, when I say rules, they're just boundaries that everybody mm-hmm. knows to stay in to keep the game funny. Everybody yeah. knows where they're supposed to be and what they're supposed to be doing. The mid form, which is actually my favorite, is where we get a suggestion from the audience and based on a word, we'll create in this show, we'll create probably three, maybe four short plays. Yeah with multiple scenes in those plays based on that suggestion. There's four of us in the cast and we can all be different characters. Mm -hmm. Two of us can be a married couple. One can be the father. One can be the child. I can be a perp getting arrested by a police officer. You know, anything that comes to mind. And uh, we create out of nothing this play. Right. And that's a lot of fun because the, the character development to me is what I what I kind of respond to. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. Because the, the strength of the characters, I think, is what really makes the show because you don't yeah. have to. The stronger the character, right. the less the audience has to try to figure out who you are in the mm-hmm. scene. So if you have very distinct mannerisms or a very distinct accent, you know, yeah. you know, and you come into the scene, they know who you are in these different scenes. Yeah, and it, yeah. uh, it makes it kind of fun, man. Yeah, that's awesome. Wow, that's really that's it's really like drawing fun. a cartoon character with your voice. <laughs> You know, and your mannerisms and stuff. It's kind of cool. Do you ever, I know this is probably against the rules. Do you ever go back to some characters? Do you ever sort of- Oh, I've got running characters for sure. Oh, that's great. Because I don't, uh, I don't, you know, we don't create new characters on the spot, but we've got, we've got people that we keep going to. Right. Actually, some of them even have backstories, man. I got this guy dealing Donnie DeLucci. (laughs) He owns the gently pre-owned automobile emporium and bazaar down in Somerset, and I'm wheeling and dealing. You want a car? You want to watch? Give me your sister. I'll sell your sister. Let's make a deal. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. There's That's one. A, there's there's one. That's right. <laughs> Uh, so you put that character in in a bunch of different sort of yeah, and he'll and, and that's just the thing you go through to get into the character. Yeah. But yeah, you know he just he just kind of shows up sometimes, yeah. you know. Oh, that's great. That's really good, man. Yeah. So listen, we're gonna take a quick break, and we may have a surprise guest yes to come here on the show like i said we'll take a quick break mel and tim go to cltcomedyzone.com for a full schedule october 20th and november 10th yes sir those are the next two and then we'll kind of learn more about one more coming also uh, this weekend at the comedy zone i'm actually going to be hosting for bob saget uh yes, excited man. about that so that's a friday saturday i don't know if there's a sunday show yet but uh, I, I believe there's not there's another show sunday. there is okay yep. so yep. friday saturday uh so yeah like i said cltcomedyzone.com for a full schedule and we'll be right back at ortho carolina my personalized orthopedic care feels like home because video visits bring my provider to me ortho carolina my care my way 
Schedule your appointment today at orthocarolina.com. Get ready. Broadway is returning to Charlotte. Blumenthal Performing Arts has an incredible selection of upcoming hits, including the returns of Hamilton and Wicked, plus the long-awaited Charlotte debut of Disney's Frozen and many more fan-favorite musicals and plays. Season tickets are on sale now at BlumenthalArts.org slash BPA Broadway. Wash your hands, avoid sick people, and touching your face. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. At Ortho Carolina, my personalized orthopedic care begins with the click of a mouse because online scheduling saves me time. Ortho Carolina, my care, my way. Schedule your appointment today at orthocarolina.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Comedy Zone podcast. Uh, we're having a good time talking with the very funny Tim Counts of Mel and Tim. And, and you know, we like, to, we like to ask, Brian, what have we learned from the first segment? And I think one very obvious one is that Roombas are worth the money and do more than just clean if, <laughs> if you play, play your cards right. <laughs> they have attachments, too, don't they? Well, the D-Bag, what is it? Well, D-Bot. D-Bot. D-Bot doesn't have any attachments, man. D-Bot's kind of rough and tumble right out of the box, man. You and get then, what you get. We've we've also learned that the pandemic didn't kill comedy. I think that's Correct. we've learned. It's it's Fact. it's come back. Uh, Brian, what what have you learned? I don't know if I've necessarily learned anything, but I have confirmed what we talked about last week because your your Star Wars talk going into your Halloween talk this week uh, <laughs> just confirms the level of nerddom that that yeah. that I had thought we reached last week. So. Uh, I'm dedicated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Thumbs I, up on the nerd. I, <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, silly. I, I like to be silly and drink, right? That's, yes. I think that's going to be my new, my new motto. That's going to be on my website. Yeah. I think it's a country music song in the making. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Perfect, man. All right. Well, we learned some great things. We've been having a great conversation with Tim, learning about the show. And uh, I'm just, like super excited that we have a surprise special guest who's virtually signed in with us. It's, it's, I think from what I understand, it's the most important part of Mel and Tim. Our special guest now is she's a theater actor. She's a very skilled improv improviser and a very wonderful human being. I've heard, I've heard that just everyone that I've, that I've talked to, including her, including her. <laughs> Please welcome the very funny Sonny Goodwin. Yay! Yay! Excellent. I'm, I'm so humbled. I'm so humbled by this this experience. Oh well, we're we're so happy to have you here, and this is great. This is uh, so you're you're calling in from home, and you're like Tim has to be there, and you got to come in to keep him in check. Is that pretty much what's happening? Yeah, because he's a loose cannon. <laughs> He'll we, be all over. He'll be promising things that are are not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> he oversells. He oversells. Yeah, like I'm not wearing a G string only. I'm not doing that. Okay. No, notice she said only. She will be wearing a G string, uh, just not only. <laughs> he's like a he's like a lawyer. You have to really pick your words carefully. Yeah, what I, words you mean things, man. <laughs> you'll you'll sign up for anything with him. So with this group, this is like a, this is like a boy band. Like who, who's the one who's, who's going to break it up by going off on their own? Like, so tell me, so first tell me everybody who's in the group. Well, there's remind me, me myself. Yeah. Mel Ratliff. Okay. Sonny Goodwin. Okay. And David Hutto. So the Mel and Tim name 
is really false advertising and yeah. incorrect. Got it. And uh, so, it, and it's not, and I do want to, in all seriousness, I want to say it's not Mel and Tim and Sonny and David come in. We are yeah. one right. cohesive team, one cohesive unit, and we well, like it that I, way. I feel comfortable asking Sonny. Sonny, who, who's, who's the funniest? Who's the funniest one? Is it? Is well, it the you? thing is, you can't do improv by yourself. Like, I can't get on stage and hand myself a git and be like, okay, now be <laughs> two people in Gastonia. I can't do that. Right, right. So we all play a very important part in making this happen. Yeah. Well, I thought you were going to be really sweet and say yourself. That's what I was really shooting for. Oh, it, but. I can do that. <laughs> I can definitely go with that. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I wanted to be honest. Yeah. But yeah, I'm the funniest. Of course. of course. Oh, she is. She is the funniest. Why Why improv? Why'd you get into uh, uh, improv, uh, Sonny? My therapist told me I would be good at it. And that's right. a true story. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I started therapy and he would laugh hysterically every week. And he said, you should, you should do comedy. No kidding. And that way, and you were just, and then you took his, like everything else, you took his advice and you, yeah, Ch- and, and now I get free therapy. <laughs> <laughs> well, and one thing I think, and I think this runs common with all of us, you go to a therapist and you tell your stories, then they laugh. I go home and I'm complaining mm-hmm. and I laugh. These aren't funny stories. This is bad stuff that's happening to me and I'm pissed <laughs> off. What are you laughing at? <laughs> like I sent him a picture of what my eye looked like when I woke up this morning oh, no. and I'm still sitting here talking and laughing. <laughs> so I think attitude as as a, a a big part of this, and that's one of the things that I mean I don't certainly don't want to generalize, but with, with improv is there's something about the you know the yes and that everybody knows, yes. but the, the that to me feeds this this positive attitude about making the best out of whatever it is that I that I've appreciated about improv. Do you think that's something that your therapist was driving you towards? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think so. I think the way in which I told him stories about what was going on, because I can find the humor in everything. You know, I lost my parents at a very early age and I find the humor in that. And and even in in those things, I'm an only child, no siblings. So it's like I make lemonade out of everything in my life. Mm Have you thought about, I mean, you're, you're a theater actor as well. You have experience there. You've done some improv. Have you thought about, you know, Dipping your toe into to doing stand up comedy, or uh, I've done a little stand up. Have yes, you? She has. Oh, I love that. I love when there's crossover because <laughs> I've I, I haven't. Yeah. Uh, that's what did you think of it? I mean, can you compare the two the two art forms? I I love to make people laugh. I had a standing ovation at a funeral before. <laughs> True story. Not lying. Everybody Uh, stood one hundred percent of the people there. Not not room over. Not one. And everybody stood up and laughed and clapped. (laughs) And my family was terribly mad at me. Really? (laughs) They said this isn't the time or place. And you're like, no. They were like, make her sit down now. (laughs) You're like, I'm just getting started. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Yeah, I had a. I had a hot eight on that day. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's fantastic! I mean, so so what is that like uh, working with Tim? I mean, tell me, like, what are what are some of the other dynamics on the show? I mean, listen, I want this to I want people to come out to the show. I want you guys sell me that idea. I mean, what is it? What what is it about your show that you guys do differently than other other folks? I think we are a cohesive team. I don't necessarily think I'm the funniest one, but I think I'm the silliest one. 
as oh, you know and that, that I try to make my team members laugh too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I will always look at Tim and he's holding back a laugh. And I'm like, <laughs> I just want him to break it. Like, I'm just like, come on, give it to me. You know you want to. You know you want to. So I think when people come see us, they will get a full picture. Not only a simple laugh, but they will get to use their imaginations to see a story that unfolds before their eyes that nobody in the room knows about. Including us. Yeah. It is it is fascinating to to you know, it's kind of like when you read a book and the the, the, the it just happens in your brain. You see the characters, you see the places that they're at, you you create that. Improv is I actually do think there's something very similar to it to allowing the audience to to be creative as well, right? You gotta mm-hmm. you gotta oh, be in sure. it. You gotta be part of it. You're using your brain when you're when you're watching improv and hundred percent. Uh and I think that's uh kind of one of the gifts I think of improv anyway. Well, I think too, whenever, you know, you watch a movie or a TV show or a drama of some kind, you know, you're, you're me, I'm always kind of trying to figure out what's about to happen, yeah. you know? And the, the, the thing in our mid form where we're creating that story, I think the audience that's into it is, is trying to figure out what's going to happen next mm-hmm. right along with us. Yeah. Right. You know, and it's uh, and that makes a lot of fun. The stories build, there's no, there's no, you know, in, in the stand up world, that you and I have done, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, premise set up punchline, premise sure. set up punchline. Yeah. Improv is not like that. There may be a little while where there aren't any laughs mm-hmm. and that's on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> no, there, there might be a little bit of time where there isn't, but we're building, we're building yeah. a story, building a relationship, building a character and everybody's kind of getting in the same groove to go to the same place. Yeah. And when that happens and it all comes together, that's where, you know, that's where a lot of fun comes in. Yeah. Right. And know? again, it becomes that, that investment, I think. Yeah. The investment that the audience making that you guys are making to the character in the story. That's, Absolutely. That's pretty exciting. No, I mean, do you, do y'all have a, a goal for the show? I mean, obviously the comedy zone is, pretty great i mean do you want to take this thing on the road i mean what do you have things that you've discussed and say what do we want to do with this i mean the sky's the limit yeah I'm, i don't limit myself on anything i think as a team we don't want to have any missed opportunities exactly we want sure. to be able to be the best we can be and even if that means you know critiquing one another to make sure that we stand out amongst ourselves we have no limit. Like I don't, I love, I love making people laugh. I absolutely love that. And I want to do that full time every day, all day. That's one thing I think that separates us. If I can, you know, kind of self promote here is the fact that we do critique each other and it's always given and accepted for exactly what it is, Mm -hmm. making us better as a team and making us better as an individual. Nobody gets pissy. Nobody gets all bent out of shape. And we are a very good team like that. Far as what we want to do with this, like I said, Comedy Zone was gracious enough to give us this opportunity for a couple of months. We would love to see that show grow. We would love to become a mainstay at the Comedy Zone. I know that we would love to uh take the show on the road whatever that looks like yeah you know i would i would love to do a uh, a netflix special yeah oh know? my god yeah there's this beautiful theater in my hometown of lakeland florida <laughs> as a matter of fact i've already thought this through <laughs> here see i got it That's yeah, what i knew it was yeah. in there yeah 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 you do a little homecoming <laughs> you get that place all full yeah. and load them up with drinks and stuff do a little show get somebody to tape it man sell it to netflix Look at that. Great. it's a great i mean the Netflix is is yeah. buying everything else. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and, why not improv? You know? And then with Siegfried and Roy out of the picture, 
I hear the Mirage has got to do something wow. with that theater. Right, Sanjay? Right? And then we get a big billboard there. <laughs> and then we go stay in Las Vegas for like four days a yeah. week, three weeks out of the month. I mean, I haven't thought about this much. No, it I'll wear feathers. Like I'll wear feathers every day. I will. <laughs> yeah. I will. Yeah. We'll oh, wear feathers. Gold. Yeah. I'm seeing gold feathers. They will go great with my skin tone. That's right. <laughs> Wow, we really we are getting there. Well, I, I've I've been to a couple uh, a couple festivals uh, like for improv festivals, and, mm-hmm. and I'll tell you what, I I was knocked out by that. I don't know, Asheville is where we went. Yeah, I mean, definitely something mm-hmm. to consider. I think festivals are a great way for uh, you know for stand ups is to to meet one another and to you know grow that network. I imagine improv is the same kind of thing. What do you guys think? It's just in terms of like comedy in general. Do you guys have any any inspirations? Do you guys like SNL growing up? Like what what was uh, who are the people that you sort of loved watching and sort of maybe emulated or looked up to? I study improv. Well, not improv. I study comedy. I don't necessarily have anybody that I will watch anybody just to see how the audience responds to them. I watch stand, uh, Saturday Night Live religiously every week. If it's not good by the time that they get to the weekend update, I watch the weekend update because that's my favorite part. And then I'll turn it <laughs> off. But if it's, you know, if it's good, I'll watch the whole thing. But I just like to see what makes people laugh. Mm -hmm. Like, so I think for me, I have my own style. So I don't really go towards anybody, but I love to watch people make people laugh. It's interesting. I think SNL is a great sort of way to to see how trends, comedy trends, Mm -hmm. and they they seem to be on on the the pulse to some degree anyway. And I think sort of from 30,000 feet, I think stand-up comedy does the same thing where you kind of see what direction things are going in and what are mm-hmm. some of the trends. What, what do you think, Tim? Is, oh, I agree 100% with that. I was, uh, I was like 13, 14 years old when SNL first came out. So that was a big deal, stand up on Saturday yeah. night to watch these guys, you Absolutely, know, Steve yeah. Martin and, you know, hosting yeah. and Gilbert Radner and all those guys. Best. And, you know, that was that that was the, the, the first comedy that got my attention. Then I got the Steve Martin albums and Richard Pryor albums and stuff like yeah. that. And I thought oh, that was great. But um, what's an album? Huh? Oh, stop it. Oh, stop it. Stop it. You know what an album is? They didn't have it on eight tracks, so I had to get an album. <laughs> but, uh, you, know, you know, so so as far as individuals, I mean, I grew up on those guys, Robin Williams, Eddie Murphy, that kind of stuff. Yeah. To me, those guys are the kings, you know. Yeah. And I just like watching a good, solid show. Obviously, the whose line is it anyway, guys are masterful. Wayne Brady, you know, uh, Colin Mockery, those guys yeah. are just incredible. What I do think, though, and I, and I agree with you that from the high altitude, it's it's great commentary and a, and a great viewpoint of what's going on in society. My yeah. hope is, is that now that we're coming out of this COVID thing, yeah. that we're all chomping at the bit to get out there and we've all been in a bad mood for so long, mm-hmm. maybe everybody can lighten the uh, <laughs> and get back to laughing at stuff. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. we found out what, what really not funny is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know yes. what I mean? It's so now a, we get out, crowds come back out, yeah. we start making fun of stuff and, you know, having totally. a good time again. We need this, man. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Well, what do you guys have a, uh, you have a, a social, uh, social media presence on there for Mel and Tim? Is there? Yep. Instagram? We, uh, you can find us on Facebook at Mel and Tim Improv. Okay. A-N-D. A-N-D. Or the, okay, yeah. M-E-L-A-N-D-T-I-M-I-M-P-R-O-V. And then at, uh, on Instagram, it's gonna, it's gonna be Mel underscore and underscore Tim. It's very creative. We had a we yeah. had a little focus group that helped us out with oh, that. Good, actually. Yeah. 
they did. They have to start with the colors and the fonts and the words and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very smart. Very yeah. We had to give done. them all a hundred dollars and feed them, but I think we came up with some good stuff, man. I do. Heck yeah. yeah. What about how do they follow you, Tim? I mean, you as part of the group for, for me personally, yeah. I'm on, uh, I'm on Facebook just at Tim counts actually at the Tim counts. The Tim counts. There it is. Because when you look up Tim counts, you see the 83 year old dude with the dog with the sunglasses on. <laughs> That's my dad. Oh, really? <laughs> That's oh, not man. me. <laughs> so don't be sending That's him any great. direct messages. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Wait, so your dad squatted on your name on social media? Yeah, man. He did. <laughs> wow. He did. He did. That is awesome. Yeah. That's a baller move. That's right. <laughs> well, see what happened was is when Gmail first oh, came out, God. I jumped on timcounts at gmail.com. And he's like, you beat me to it. He's like, I'm going to get you back. <laughs> wow. When Facebook came on, he's like, now who's Tim Counts? <laughs> wow. And then I said, you know what, dad? Now I'm the Tim Counts. You are a Tim Counts. <laughs> oh my God. I haven't seen him. He sounds like an amazing guy. <laughs> he is, man. I haven't seen him since like 17, but I hear he's doing well. Oh, is that right? <laughs> Pictures of him and mom and that fucking dog look great. <laughs> You were replaced. You were repl- oh, replaced. Oh, I knew by that, that man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is your therapist still around, Sonny? I think we just dipped into something here with Tim. Um, no, he went on to. Uh, he made a lot of money off of me. Oh, and right. So he retired. So you know, you but retired he's, your he's therapist. Glad that I'm doing well. Oh, that's that's amazing. How do people follow you on uh, uh, social media? Look for the chocolate girl with the purple hair. Oh my God! It's, you heard it here <laughs> first. That's amazing. <laughs> Chocolate girl with a purple. In hair. real life, I'm Sandra Denise Goodwin on Facebook, and I'm on those other ones too. But I don't know what what I'm called. <laughs> that is <laughs> true story. Oh true God, story. I love that so much. <laughs> You're like I'm on there, but I don't I don't even know what they yeah, call me on there. Yeah. That is fantastic. Anything else you guys want to say about the show before we close it up here? Well, we're just looking forward to having a lot of fun. Yeah. We hope you come out and see us. Check us out. Thank you, and thank you, thank Brian, you. for having us out here. This is a treat. You know, I always like coming to see you too. So uh, appreciate uh, it. You know, we're gonna come check that out. Yeah, just come out, check it out, and uh, you know, experience improv, and uh, you know, help us help us bring improv to Charlotte because I think Charlotte could be a place like in Atlanta, like in New York, where you've really got an improv presence because it's a, it's a really cool form of comedy, man. I uh, couldn't couldn't agree more. That's actually a really great great point to sort of uh, take us out, and that is we are trying to create a, a scene here. Yeah. And a comedy scene, not just a stand up scene, not just a, you know, improv scene or whatever it is. I mean, we've got films and TV shows and stuff that come through here. Let, let's let's put Charlotte on the map. Let's we'll start with Mel and Tim. How's Absolutely. That and and there's talent in Charlotte, man. There's, there is a lot of talent here. And uh, the Comedy Zone, not to, you know, just shamelessly plug it, but it's a great place, man. It's it, it You put that right up there with anything in any other city in the country. Couldn't agree more. And uh fantastic place. And they'll take care of you as a patron, too. Absolutely. Well, that's great. Well, Sonny, thank you so much for surprising us thank and dropping you for in. Thank you having us. Uh, you're fantastic. It's so nice to meet you. Tim, it's always great to see you, my oh, friend. Oh, man, it's been great. And thank you so much for having us. You bet. I wish you the best on uh, uh, Mel and Tim. Go to cltcomedyzone.com. It's a... Uh, October 20th and November 10th. Definitely go check that out. Brian, anything we got to finish up on, buddy? Good shows at the Comedy Zone this weekend. You mentioned Bob Saget. Yep. And Jake's Nellon King. Jake's Nellon King. At the Comedy Zone this weekend, cltcomedyzone.com. <laughs> Excellent. All right. That's our show for this week. Keep uh, tuning into the Comedy Zone podcast and at the uh, Queen City Podcast Network. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so I was so, thinking about that D-Bot. I don't know. I kind of yeah, man. So can, so can we come back? Yeah, yes. You when, guys can actually come back. Well, we'll come back before one of your other shows. Like, like, so. Next week? Like that. No. 
No, yeah, absolutely not. Let's not get carried. Let's not. Yeah, you, got, not you guys need like a third. <laughs> I think we got it. We're holding it down pretty you sure. Good. Yeah, yeah. We got to sure. feed Brian every once in a while. That's the only thing we have yeah. to do. <laughs> oh, cool. Seriously, man, thanks for having us. Yeah, I bet. really, really appreciate <laughs> it. It's a big treat. Thanks. My pleasure. All right, guys. We'll see, see you boo. next week. See ya. Bye. <laughs> Comedy Zone Podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the Abbott Exchange Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. The executive producers of the Comedy Zone Podcast are Brian Heffern and Brian Bumbleshevitz. Talent Wrangler is Mike Hall. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever. <laughs>